Today I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Good morning. Good, that was good. For those, of you who know, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Nate Zimmerman. I'm a senior at Trinity High School, Go Rocks, and I'm also the senior co-chair of our outstanding youth group here at St. Francis. My family and I have been coming to St. Francis since I was very young, and I've been involved in the youth group since sixth grade. Four years ago today, I was sitting in that very pew right there, listening to my sister Olivia give her sermon. As I was sitting there listening, I was thinking to myself, dang, I'm gonna have to try really hard to top that. <laughs> so this is my attempt. Speaking of my sister, I wanna give her a quick thanks for always inspiring my spiritual journey. She cares for others before herself, she is a wealth of knowledge, and she is one of the many reasons why I'm so confident in my relationship with Christ today. So Olivia, wherever you might be watching from, thank you. Okay, that's a pretty solid introduction. Let's get to the good stuff. In today's gospel, Jesus delivers the Beatitudes to his disciples as he begins the famous Sermon on the Mount. The Beatitudes are God's way of assuring that we are all blessed no matter what stage of life or situation that we might be in. To me, this assurance is extremely significant, extremely significant, especially when it feels as if my connection with God is fading at times. About a month ago, I was aimlessly scrolling through TikTok, as one does when procrastinating doing calculus homework. While scrolling, I stumbled upon this video discussing how to view life as a Christian. The essence of the video was that life is just a short break from eternity. How we live our lives will determine our relationship with God when our time is up. I continue to say that when you think about it, 80 to 90 years is not that significant in the grand scheme of eternity. However, our short time on earth is the ultimate test of our character. The video ended by asking a very daunting question. It said, will you be ready for your judgment day? Now, to me, that take on life seems kind of intense. It made me feel like every muscle I move is being judged. Kind of like when I was told as a kid that Santa was always watching. Scary stuff, right? <laughs> as I thought about this more and began writing the sermon, I had a coming to Jesus moment, if you will. I realized that I will be ready because I've always kept the faith, and consequently, God's faithfulness has been stronger than all of my doubts. Keeping faith in God doesn't mean that I don't sin or wrong others, which, trust me, I've done my fair share of. We all have. To me, keeping faith in God means always believing that He is directly involved in my life. One of the quintessential Bible verses, John 3.16, says that Whoever believes in God shall not perish, but have eternal life. It doesn't say that whoever lives a sin-free, perfect life will receive salvation. All it takes is consistent faith. In its simplest form, today's gospel is a list of all types of people who God sees as worthy of being blessed. To be blessed by God means to be made holy, we can only, which can only be done by God himself. Knowing that we have received his blessing and have been made holy allows us to navigate through life's struggles with a gentle push towards the finish line. Much like our faith, our actions don't have to be perfect in order to receive this blessing because God's grace ranges from the lowest possible level all the way to the top. Jesus says, quote, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But he also says, 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Jesus' blessings at this very moment extend to everyone and everything. Despite being in different physical, mental, or spiritual states, Jesus gives us his mercy because we all have one thing in common, faith. Those who God blesses are able to humble themselves before him and acknowledge their own spiritual state. This humility is sometimes hard to express, especially dealing with our own wavering faith. This is normal though. God didn't make life all sunshine and rainbows for us to frolic in a lavender field. He created challenges and adversity for us to grow in him. It is easy to give thanks and praise to God for the many blessings that he's brought into our lives. But how often do we give thanks in the midst of the death of a loved one, or during a breakup, a lost job, or other hardships? Not very often, right? I know I could work on that. The pain and suffering of those situations are all opportunities to grow in both faith and in character, which is something that we should thank God for. Now, I'm not saying that mourning is bad. It's part of the process. And Jesus even encourages us to do so in this very passage. He says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. But we should use each opportunity, good or bad, as a way to grow in faith, which will get us one step closer to being in accordance with God's plan. In order to remain humble, we must live in the present moment. We have seen our past, only God knows our future, so it is up to us to determine how we will live according to God in this very moment. When I dwell on the past or try to predict my future, I often lose focus on my faith and cannot humble myself before God. One of my favorite quotes of all time, and it's in contention for my senior quote, comes from the classic Kung Fu Panda. In this scene, Master Ugwe is talking to Po the Panda underneath a beautiful bonsai tree when he says, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Technically, I think Eleanor Roosevelt said that quote first, but for some reason, it resonated a little bit more when an ancient talking tortoise said it. <laughs> Anyways, as cheesy as that might be, I find comfort in that message because it means that God is in control I am not, and that is good news. By living in the present moment, we can acknowledge our spiritual state and find comfort in knowing that we are all blessed because of today's teachings of the Beatitudes. At the end of the passage, Jesus says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. This particularly stuck out to me because as a young adult, if you will, I'm immersed in a culture where preaching the gospel and having a strong faith is often seen as out of date or uncool. When I told some of my friends about giving this sermon, some were taken back because this is not something that a typical high schooler does. However, they still were supportive. Despite being questioned about my beliefs, I remained strong and proud of my faith, which stems from such a wonderful and supporting congregation here at St. Francis. I've been blessed with so many great teachers and mentors like Raleigh, Miss Elise, the Harrises, my family, my Sunday school teachers, and everyone else who has taught me to stand strong in my faith. With a relationship and strong faith in Christ comes everlasting benefits. The last line of the gospel says, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. To me, the promise of heaven is all I need to humble myself before God and allow him to walk beside me through life. I am positive that everyone who is a part of this amazing congregation will reap the benefits of the kingdom of heaven 
because we all share our faith in Christ. So remember, no matter what point in life you might be in, always live in the present moment so that you can acknowledge your own transgressions and receive the full effects of God's blessing. Amen.